Hello and welcome to Rebel Radio Now. I am Todd Cotta. We hope you're having a great day because I know it's a beautiful day out here in Hanford, California. There's nothing like Central California. Love it. Born here. I'm going to die here. I'm going to fight for this state every single day I can. And some of the things that's great about this state is the activities we get going in here. And that's where we're going to be talking to Michelle. Michelle is with the Main Street Hanford, huh? Yes, Main ah, Street Hanford. Main Street Hanford. Well, I tell you, there's a lot of things going on all across the state. And last night we had a big event in downtown Hanford, didn't we? Yes, Autism Awareness, mm-hmm. hosted by the Hanford Police Department um, Police Officers Association and Sensory Rock. Sensory Rock is is an old bank in downtown Hanford that redid the entire inside. And, and what are they doing in there? They they have created a gym for all children. They're focusing on children who have sensory issues, um, and they they're it's incredible. They have play areas. They they do exercise. They have therapy. Um, Sherry Toss is the owner, and she just has this incredible vision for helping children that we don't have a lot of services for in our community. So what she's created is is really amazing. And last night was a great example of that. Her partnership with the City of Hanford Police Officers Association was awesome. So hopefully um, you got people out there got to enjoy it. They gave free hot dogs and cheeseburgers out. So I heard it was a oh, great turnout. Yeah, give free food and watch out. <laughs> free food. Right next Can't to free go alcohol, wrong. Huh? I know, too bad. <laughs> There's 800 people, huh? Yeah, I heard there was about eight, 800 to 1,000 people. That's yeah. really, really cool. And our Civic Park right there is such a beautiful, beautiful in between all those historic buildings. It's and incredible. you got everything going on down there. And Yeah. You know, that's what's nice about Hanford is we have a venue like that with, you know, the Fox Theater right there with the big uh, old courthouse and the Civic and the Bastille and, and all that grass out there. We've had so many good events that between Main Street Hanford and the Parks and Recreation in Hanford, yes, they really do make it a really nice community to live in. I agree. I think that it's easy to take that for granted, but I hope now more than ever, our community will support these events because it's so important. Um, as we come out of this terrible past year, yeah. we really need terrible people. A, that's a light way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> We really need people to attend and support, and and if they can come out and spend money and and support these vendors, and so it's incredible. And we do have a pretty impressive parks team. Yes. And I was born and raised here too, and I've always thought that we were so lucky to have that incredible Civic Square. What is Main Street Hanford? We are a nonprofit organization. And our job is to support and promote the small businesses within the downtown, but also to create, um, to improve the quality of life for the people that visit, that live, that work in downtown Hanford, and to really help create a destination. So we, we do a lot of things. We don't just host events. We also um, support businesses with grants, to improve the facade of their building. We provide resources. We help new businesses find the right property for their business. We've done that many times. Um, it's great. I love this job. It's so, it's so, so much fun. Usually, I mean, this, again, the past year hasn't been so fun, but sure. usually it's an incredible, 
um, organization to be able to work for. And I, I love my job. Great. Yeah. Great. Now, now there's an assessment district for the downtown in Hampton. Yes. There? It's called the Business Improvement District. And many years ago, I want to say about 20 years ago, um, they started this assessment fee and it's paid through the business license. So it's it's not quite double, just about there. And businesses, when they apply for their business license and then they update it every quarter, sure, they're, they pay an assessment that goes into this um, parking district or business improvement oh, our district. our new parking structure we're gonna get because yeah. there's nowhere to park downtown. I know. People always say we have a parking problem. I mean, I feel like we just have a walking problem. People don't really like to walk very far. They yeah. want to like park right in front of places, but we're meant, we live in a beautiful downtown. Sometimes you just got to walk a block, which I get it. It can be really frustrating, but. The, the city has been really trying to improve the parking situation, but every time they try, they get stymied by either greedy people or by, by people filing lawsuits and all yeah. kinds of things. Right behind, uh, right down from the uh, Carnegie, is yes. that old hotel lot. Right. And they had a whole thing set up for a, for a purchase swap, and and oh. they were going to make that all parking between behind Superior Dairy, basically, right Right. There. And that whole lot was going to be parking, and it would be half a block from everything. It had been more than enough. Right. But then the guy that was selling property changed the rules because he thought he could get more money out of the city and I it just fell that. all apart yeah and i thought they were gonna do like eminent domain to get that land i don't know what it, what the status it, is it's it takes time yeah and that would be a nice place i i actually wanted to buy the old cantina oh there is so much potential in that building it is but for half a million dollars and it needs a half a million dollars of improvement right there is no way somebody can do it yeah, it literally has be to be condemned and be sold for zero in order for that building to be refurbished to make it a viable business. Right. And that's a huge problem in our downtown is that we do have some incredible buildings, but they're damaged beyond repair or it's going to take an astronomical amount of money to to get them where they need to be. Um, it's well, a lot of the buildings are beautiful, but they have zero value. Yeah, and, and that's, that's unfortunate. That, that it's unfortunate. like we need somebody with just a crazy amount of money to come in here and help us out. <laughs> I don't play lotto. I don't play lotto. But if I did. We need a billionaire to come over here. What's <laughs> that show, Undercover Billionaire? Please come see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, half the half the uh, property owners downtown don't even live in the. That's true. They live in the Bay Area. Right. Or somewhere else. And there's no value. There's no ownership uh, pride down here that we yeah, need to it's, get back. It's, too bad but the the good news is i mean we're not alone with the parking problem we we're part of a national organization so we are able to speak with um business owners and um main street organizations just like ours sure parking is an issue in every historic downtown yes in the country pretty much mm -hmm. it is always the topic at some of the conferences that i attend so I don't know what the solution is, but I think one of the things is if you are physically able to walk, then you kind of just have to be willing to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really not walk far. There is quite no. a bit of parking on the side streets and then just beyond and then over on uh, 6th Street, which is only a block away from 7th Street. Uh, yeah, we have, I read somewhere that we have over a thousand parking stalls. Recently they did a parking study and we have a thousand street 
parking stalls. All within about about two and a half blocks of downtown. Right. So there is no real reason why people can't come down here. It's just that they're so used to going to a mall and it's being right there mm -hmm. and just walking in. And even then, you're still walking about a half a block just to walk to the front of the store at Walmart or Target oh, exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Because you so can get a park I think out it's a Egypt. mindset. I think we yeah. need to change our mindset a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's a new thing coming up. Oh, new thing. An old thing restarting here pretty quick on yes. May 6th. Yes. Yes. My the Thursday favorite. Night Marketplace is coming in right now. May 6th is the inaugural event. And we're going to talk a little bit about all the little bits. See, will I be invited to that? Absolutely. Okay, Everyone's invited. But I am invited. not going to wear a face diaper. We're not asking you to. Oh, good. Yeah, that's your own choice. We, we strongly believe that we should be able to decide how we want to protect ourselves or not so yep. we're not going to be enforcing the community to wear a mask unless they want to it's outdoors it's outdoors i don't get it myself yeah we usually last year we were mid pandemic all of the businesses were closed around us but we were very passionate about having our farmers market because we want to support yes. the farmers yeah we have growers from all over the Central Valley. They're the people that are out in the fields picking the produce with their families. Sure. They're the people that are bringing it to the market and selling it. And we didn't want to see them not be able to do that last year. So we still hosted the market. And it was small and it was a little sad, but thankfully we had a good amount of people that supported it still. And we provided face masks for those people that wanted it. But if you didn't have one on, we wouldn't tell you to leave, that's for sure. I have yet to go to a place, and everybody, all my friends tell me that that, that uh, they've been confronted some way or another with somebody in a store or whatever, because I don't wear a mask anywhere yeah. anymore. I just, I haven't, I haven't really wore a mask the entire, I mean, I should be technically dead right now if you were listening <laughs> to all the, 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 oh the, the scientists, right? Yes. I should be dead, but um, I've never had a chance to have anybody try and question me on it before, and uh, I don't know how I would react and I, I like to think I'd be Mr. You know, mean, grumpy guy, but I think I would just be curt. Just, you know, yeah. just be a little bit more, uh, you know, you worry about you, I worry about me. I think that'd be a good response. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> but I always enjoyed going down there. I've been going down there for years. It's an incredible event. Now, it's not gonna be like last year though. It's not. You guys are gonna fill the park up this year. We are. We are utilizing our beautiful Civic Park. Yep. Um, historically, the market has always been on the street, which is very cool, and we love that. However, it does take a lot of staff, security, and... Um, my, my question is, is if you always had the park, right. why would you have to have it on the street? Well, because of the type of organization we are, we're really focused on how can we serve the business community. Get people walking in front of all yes. the businesses. Yes, so that was the original point, was to have a long market on the street where people would walk and go into the businesses mm -hmm. nearby. So that was the original purpose, but because we have been a farmer's market for over 20 years, we also become really dedicated to the farmers. Sure. We're serious about this. A lot of people think that because we're a downtown association that we don't care about our growers, but we really do. And when we did the farmer's market last year, because it was so small, we couldn't. So when you close the street, you have to get 65% of the businesses to sign a, a permission slip saying it's okay for you to close my street. Sure. Every time? Yes. You can't do one for the season? We did one for the season, oh, okay. but every year. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
So last year, you know, May, two months, three months after businesses are shut down, we could not get signatures. Okay. People were either afraid of COVID or they just didn't think it was fair that we were going to operate our market when they were closed. So we said, you know what, that's fine. Sure. Let's use the park. The city was willing to let us have the market. We explained we explained the point that farmers markets are essential. Absolutely. Farmers are essential. We yes. have to do this. So we got the city on board, health department on board, and when the farmers were now in the park in the shade under the trees, they're like, This is amazing. We don't ever want to be on the street again. Yes. The street's hot. And and you know what it does though, by having it at the park. You get more parking. Exactly. And they still have to walk they by the businesses to, to get to their cars that's and all those things. That's my thinking as well. So that's my thinking as well. And every time we make a big change, it's really, it's nerve wracking for us because we want it to be accepted. Yes. Not, a lot of people don't like change. Sure. But we're, we made this change for two reasons. The farmers really like the park. It's literally 10 degrees cooler at least. Sure. And it takes a lot less manpower, money, and effort to be in the park than it does to do a street closure. Sure. We have to be, the, we're the ones that are putting barricades in the street and directing traffic. The city doesn't help us with that. Yeah, I mean, we're like <laughs> four barricades in our arms and doing this crazy sure. job and trying to get cars off the street. It's it's a disaster to be honest oh, we yeah. make it happen and it always works out oh, yeah. but it's a lot of work and yeah. people don't realize it it's if like you build I have, it, they will come yeah i mean me and Brittany, we work together and we're the ones out there putting these barricades out oh i remember when sunrise or whatever who what her name was that used to run it summer summer <laughs> sunrise that's yes. awesome um when summer used to do it yeah and, and i talk about a busy busy it's lady a, yeah you were working out there you try and get her attention and she'd be five steps ahead of you oh yeah gone. yeah and it's such an incredible event though i wouldn't i miss it i when i look at videos of of our event in 2019 it almost makes me cry i miss the seeing people on the streets eating corn on the cob and yeah you know people dancing everybody, everybody was out there you see all your friends uh you, you see people you haven't seen in years yeah uh, you get to you get to walk around right right with all the hanford pd officers walking right exactly. along eating the, eating the we're really lucky to have this event i think i mean i i've been working with main street hanford for six years but i've been coming out to the market forever it's 21 years old this year yeah so I love it, and it's my wife really loves it. Special. I enjoy going out there. My wife likes it for a different reason than I do. Yeah, uh, I go out there to see everybody and shake hands. And ever since uh, I moved back into Hanford, because I lived in Layton for years, and now that I've been back in Hanford and running the store here, I can't get ten feet without somebody stopping me. <laughs> I know, I know how that is. <laughs> I feel like that too. I feel like when you grew up in this town, you everywhere you go, you you see somebody you know, yeah. which is why I love it and why I'm still here, to be honest. Now, last night I was in a meeting. And the group that I'm part of said that they can't have a booth this year. It's a, it's a, it's a political booth. Yes. And so they made it sound like no booths were going to be out there other than food booths. But is that correct? No. So we did change um, the rules of who's available, who's allowed to come in this year. But... And that was because of space requirements, right? Right. So before we would, on an average night, we would have anywhere from 15 to 30 informational booths where sure. 
they're not selling anything. They're just out there passing along information, and that could be churches, political groups, um, nonprofits. Okay. So we do have a smaller footprint this year. We're not on the street because, as we talked about, it's it's just not something we're ready for at this point. But so we basically eliminated the informational booths, and sure. we have retail, crafts, farmers, food, kids' activities like face painting and pony rides, sure. train rides. We just aren't. Fair, yeah. yeah, we're just not having as many of the informational booths for now, and that 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 can that will change. Okay. I think once we can rebuild our organization, we, we canceled every fundraiser in 2020. Mm. And we are still unable, as of today, to sell beer and wine. So that's our big money maker. Yeah, for every, for every event like this, beer and wine is That's where is we make one. the money. I mean, sure. we, we, may, we break even at, when it comes to the vendors, but the, the beer and wine is really where we see a profit to put toward our other activities that we do for the businesses. Would you have it right there in the beer garden there? In yeah. Front of the Bastille? Yes. Okay. And we're taking a risk. We're going to still have live bands. Sure. But the reason we would like to bring the crowds in and prepare to have our beer and wine garden again as soon as possible. Right before the show, we were talking about the, the Bureau of Alcohol. Uh, tobacco in California. Yes, and, uh, ABC, ABC, Alcohol Beverage, Beverage Control. And uh, right now, the Fresno office isn't releasing anything, are they? They are not. So um, right now, they're only signing alcohol permits for outdoor seated concerts. So those are concerts where people are buying tickets ahead of time. They have an assigned seat. Okay. Well, that's not what we're doing we're doing something that's even smaller that makes no sense makes no sense so we're gonna we're doing everything we can to to kind of go past the fresno level and we're, we're we're planning a trip to sacramento to hopefully go in with signed applications from the city of hanford hanford parks and rec hopefully kings county health department and say this is what we're doing it's completely safe we're outdoors it's it's smaller than these outdoor seated concerts. We can be, we can we can do it carefully. Yes. So I don't think I, I don't think it'd be good if I went to Sacramento asking for my uh, alcohol license for my recall Gavin event. I don't know if that would fly too yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. I I may be you know hopefully after June fifteenth we won't have to worry about any of. Yeah, this. I heard that number a couple times last night in the meeting I was at, and yeah. they think that there's going to be a, a big announcement coming up in June fifteenth, but that's still two months away. I know, and, and we're ready right now. We want to open the market May 6th, beer and wine, live band, all of our farmers. Yes. We have about 10 food vendors, another 10 just dessert. Now, probably. do you have to get a permit for the season, or can you get one? You have to get one every week. Every week. Every so week. I fill out an application for every single night of the market. I think there's 23 this year. So you take them up at one time? We usually, before pre-COVID, yeah. we would do them a month at a time. Okay. But f because of the situation- That's a trip to Fresno though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, typically we would just take the trip to Fresno, get them signed and be done with it, but- Let me make a phone call. Let me make a phone call. Anything- And let me see what I can do. Cause I have a friend of a friend. 
Uh, like as soon as hear. we get done here, uh, we'll, we'll get on the phone right now yeah. with with my friend. For, when we get off the air here, we'll get on the phone and let me see if I can't pull a string or three or four, and then we'll we'll, well, we'll if see that if we can happens, make it happen. then you can have dinner at the market for the whole month of May. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> on Main Street, Hanford. <laughs> well, uh, I would. Uh, Kindly decline, but I will still enjoy <laughs> the time over there. Awesome. Okay, so, uh, you know, a lot of great stuff going. The next thing coming up is, is our sponsorships. Yeah. Sponsorships are very important to keep this yeah, thing absolutely. going. And these guys here, including Bud Light, uh, we were just talking about, I, I Fingers know. crossed. Yeah. And then we have uh, the city of Hanford. Uh, got the hospital, uh, family health care there. Uh, Tachi Palace, big, big, big sponsor. Are these guys going to have booths there at the event? Um, they don't come out for the whole season. They'll usually come out once or twice. Okay. They have, if we have different levels of sponsorships, okay. gold sponsors can have a booth every single night. So I'm sure John, John's going to have a uh, pickup truck sitting out there somewhere, huh? Yeah, we will have, well, Bud Light, they're out there every night and they do a ton of advertising for us sure, because sure, they sure. want to sell their beer. Yeah. Great partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, family healthcare network. They're usually out every night. And then the rest of them will come throughout the season. Urban Urban Joy is one of the new dispensaries coming in. Hanford Post Acute, College of Sequoias. So we actually—they're not having a booth there, are they? Which one? Urban Joy. They might come out once, but they're not going to be like handing out gummies or <laughs> <Samples>. anything. <laughs> no. I actually sell CBD here. Oh, do you? I have it in the building. Nice. Yeah, yeah we we found that it's it's very beneficial to a lot of people. Absolutely. My, my mom, she's 80 years old. She uses it. Yeah. Um, my wife has been using it, and one of my suppliers carries it. Yeah. So I said, you know, let's let's have it here. It's Why not? It's great for helping with sleep. People that have muscle cramps. People yeah. that have Joint seizures. Pain, yeah. I mean, there's things. some definite health benefits. Yeah. So. so so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't care. There. I just don't want them nah, know, they ro won't be rolling up the old... Uh... <laughs> no, that won't happen. But yeah, so actually a lot of these sponsors were signed on for last year. Okay. And um, on a successful year, we would get somewhere around fifty dollars to $60,000 worth of sponsors, which is huge for That's our wonderful. organization. Huge. Because everything that we do, we put back out into the community mm -hmm. we're a nonprofit, so that money comes in and goes back out um we had to say please don't make us give you a refund because we could not afford that so most of those guys transferred their sponsorship over to this year 2021 which was a huge um well what we wanted i wanted to come see you because now now that i know that it's smaller and how much room we actually wanted to do a king's gun center booth out there awesome and we have what's called a, a digital simulator oh wow so we would be able to take our range under a tent out there and people could actually do you know see how good they are with certain firearms that is very and cool we should definitely do that that kinds of stuff so if there's a open spot one night yeah. let me know i want to bring it down we have a big black tent people go awesome. inside and shoot we'll and definitely talk more about that that sounds very cool yeah it's a gun safety thing and it promotes nice. the store and we have we you know we, we have we have classes here with that for advanced uh ccw classes to learn shoot don't shoot and you know give right. them, put them in scenarios and stuff yes, like that i love that and then we also have it for the new shooters that are scared to use guns still 
they can use these they act and they feel like a gun but it doesn't shoot it has an infrared laser that goes out and does all the work and it's very accurate machine i'm sure that would be really popular at the market yeah yeah so i would love to be able to do that okay, out there that so sounds great. we'll have to get back on that we will. Not, now that we're besties yes yes <laughs> <laughs> So, so we have uh, May 6th all the way through till when? October 7th. October 7th. Yes. You know, it, it, it's just, it's one of the coolest things that happens in Hanford. It is so cool. And I'm so glad that you guys are pushing forward and going we for are. it. We are. We're going for it. We're just going to push every boundary we can because sure. I feel like this community event as I said earlier, we tend to take things for granted a little bit sure. around here. And I think that now that this has happened where we've had to, had it taken away from us for a year, I think I'm hoping that the community will really show up for the vendors because yes, we want this event to be successful a hundred percent, but we also want each vendor to be successful. Okay. But we need the, we need the community to come out and to support the event to support the vendors, especially our growers. And just, it's so important and it's incredible. Downtown Hanford is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. our, our Civic um, Park is so beautiful. I was just in Paso Robles this last weekend for a, for a Patriot rally. And I got a chance to see their park because we had the rally in their park, like oh, our Civic okay. Park. And it's, it's really nice. Uh, there's what what I like about it is it's completely surrounded by eateries. Oh, that's you awesome. know pretty much yeah. on three of the four corners is all eateries. So it's a, it's a great and the same parking issues. All that stuff's the same. All but the same. you know what we were, right. we were within one block of going to like fifty restaurants and yeah, like. and that's incredible. But what was nice is I could compare it to Hanford, and I think that it'll be hard pressed for another city to find a downtown uh, market or park right that is as beautiful with the architecture with the space you know with all the shade and all yeah. those things that we have right here it's, it's in our town beautiful yes yeah it's there's some exciting things that are going to be happening this year um i found out from we're we're working with the hanford parks they are bringing in a real hopefully first the budget has to be approved but they're bringing in a real ice skating rink for two months of November, December, January, about eight weeks with real ice in the middle of Civic Park, seating, vendors, live music, full bar. It's Parks great. is working on that? Yeah. I used to play ice hockey. Did you? Yes. And my wife got rid of my skates. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? You're going to have to rent oh, skates. I had great <laughs> skates, and she got rid of them. Yeah. To put so this, this Christmas is going to be pretty incredible. Oh. I, I mean, and our goal is to work with the city to make Hanford a destination regionally. Yes. Because why shouldn't it be? I mean, we have such a beautiful downtown. Wouldn't that be something? Is that a little secret? Because I haven't heard that yet. Kind of. It's 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 just kind of yeah. You're, you're first, probably guys. hearing it here first. Oh, I you know, and yeah. I'm friends with with the director of parks. And guess what? Guess where I'm calling as soon as you're done. With you this should. Because I'll be all over that. I love I it's love be, ice skating and playing hockey. When you call him, is it Brad or? Oh God, uh, I was just with him this weekend, and uh, Brad, anyway, yeah. Brad Albert is the new. Um, what is it? He's like the director. He's okay. a head honcho in our parks department. And okay. he is 
He is so innovative, thinks outside the box, brought this to the city, huge undertaking, and it honestly may not pay for itself. It could, but the big thing is that it brings commerce to downtown. It brings foot traffic and it makes Hanford a destination. Absolutely. So it's priceless, and you know, in my opinion, and I think that what we're going to partner with is creating the beer and wine, doing yeah. some regional advertising, um, and we're so excited about it. It's going to be oh, huge. Oh, that is amazing. The, the rendering of it, they did this digital rendering of the park during Christmas, and it's so cool. Get all the trees lit up and just make yeah, it Yeah, they're going to light the buildings, and there's going to be string lighting everywhere. You know, uh, I've been to Disney World during Christmas when they light the whole street up with all <sighs> the lights and the, you know, the blankets of lights and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Wouldn't that be something in downtown? It would. Carla, if you're watching this, this is my wife. If you're watching this right now, hold on tight because you are going to oh, absolutely fall in love so again fun. with downtown Hanford if oh, this yeah. happens. Abs oh, it, I, I'm really, I think it's going to happen. I really do. The first step of this project was they planted an official Christmas tree. Yes, it, it, it's well, an official to match the one on the other side of the, the park. The other to, one to make it symmetrical might be disappearing. Oh, really? We'll see. So did did you see the Christmas tree? Did you notice? That I was, it was at a rally a couple of days ago downtown. They had just painted it. They got that stick going up the middle of it to, to keep it straight. This poor tree um, took a fall during its um transport or yes. planting or whatever? well as they had this crane lifting it to be planted it fell oh so the tree's actually going to end up being replaced before christmas oh because it was damaged so if you see the tree and Poor you're like tree. this does not look good i saw half the top was missing yeah and, and all that other okay so that's so, the, that's the new christmas tree and and, and, I, and and i was looking at it i'm thinking why did they put that tree and then i looked across the sidewalk and oh there's yeah. another one right there. I see. They're just making there's it a symmetrical. Plan. Yeah, yes. there's a plan. And it's going to be, but Christmas in downtown Hanford is going to be amazing. So something to look forward to. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Talk about events. Let's go to the next slide here. We do have events coming up, including the Marketplace starting on May 6th, all the way through October 7th. 7th. And then the Blues and Roots Festival is coming up in September on the 18th. Yes. And this, then everybody's favorite, Witches Night Out. Yeah, we still did Witches Night Out. It was a little different in 2020, but we still had witches. It's going to be better this year. It's going to. It's always incredible. It's such a fun event. Um, Blues and Roots Festival is going to be 21 this year. So we are excited. It's a great event. It's always packed. So did you guys have anything to do with the uh, St. Patty's Day thing down here? Yes. So we actually did that street closure. We we did dine out during the pandemic so sure. that restaurants could bring their tables and chairs out. Yep. So we provided the umbrellas and the barrels and the lighting. What about all, all those that. orange things out there? Who did that? The city installed okay. those. Okay. So we, um, we really barriers. advocated for that. And luckily Good. we have some great leadership in the city right mm -hmm. now, some new leadership. So they were like, yeah, let's do it. And which is great because not all, not all of the cities in our um, Central Valley were, were doing that kind of stuff. So I felt like I was proud of my town doing yeah. some cool stuff during the pandemic. You know, Fresno's been locked down forever and Clovis is benefiting greatly from it because Clovis opened up six months ago. Yeah. And you know, the, the city leaders are, are just major hypocrites over there. The, all the bars are closed, all the restaurants are closed. They have no uh, sight of opening them up again. But yet one of the city council members from Fresno was caught in a bar without a mask on in Paso oh, Robles this weekend. 
I heard about that. I was there. Were you? I was there when oh. it happened. Oh. It was nuts. It was nuts. Yikes. And, um, you know, when, when a guy gets arrested for, for not wearing a mask and then he sees the leaders that made him get arrested without a mask, I'd get mad too. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's great. Uh, living in Hanford and living in Kings County is a really special thing because we're like, we're like not Californian here. We're, 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 we're I more. I love that we're. We're some, we're something else. We're not part of what you see. Yeah. And you know of California. It's really incredible. And I think it's part of just being in the middle of an agriculture area. I mean, there's so, we were, I was driving to Reedley to visit a new business that's coming to Hanford. Okay. And I'm driving through the country, you know, 6th Avenue, 4th Avenue, and I'm like, this is so beautiful. Yeah. All of this agriculture, and people don't think of that when they think of California. No. And, but we're country. I mean, this is, this is like the real country is like what I say, because yeah. I lived in the South, which I know that's the country or whatever, but I'm like, no, we're, we're <laughs> real country over here. <laughs> so it's St. Patrick's Day. Yes. I had heard that it was coming up. I heard that St. Patrick's Day was coming. I don't follow holidays much. Well, I'm so busy at the store and with this and all my political stuff that I'm doing yeah. right now. I just don't think about holidays. I don't know how many times I've scheduled classes on holidays. How right? funny. And uh, it's not the first thing I think about is, right. is holidays. So I'm sitting here. I got done with two shows in here the day I had I'd been in my office doing bookkeeping all day long because I do everything for my store. Nice. And my buddy calls me up and says, "Hey, let's go down to Hop Forge. Let's go get it. Let's go get a beer." I said, "Right now, let's go." And I said, "Good, I get out of here." So I, I grab my stuff, I jump my truck, I run downtown. I couldn't find a parking place. I was like, "What? What the? <laughs> what is going, going on, on here?" Right. <laughs> so I, I yeah. pull in and I park right there next to the Bastille in that little that little parking right across right. the cantina. Mm -hmm. And I find a parking place there, and I start walking in, and I'm thinking, "Wait a minute." I go in the back at the back door of Hot Forge. I'm like, I am not going into a bar on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. You yeah. got to be kidding me! Ugh. It Ugh. was packed. I couldn't believe it. But I love seeing all those people. It oh, just, like, yeah, it's so much makes... fun. Yeah, the band out there on the street. Yes. Oh, the street was all blocked off. People. Yeah, every so restaurant we... had to line out the door. Yep. It was a really nice night, and yeah. we got a chance to meet some friends and get a chance to talk a little bit, and it was just a nice time. And if there aren't people in a community that, that do that for the community, right. it won't happen. Exactly. And that's why it's important that we, we, we support you guys. Thank you. This, this business isn't in the downtown assessment district. How is that? Because Park Avenue is the border. Oh, that's so frustrating. So I heard that before. Yeah. I'm on this side of the line, so I don't have to pay the assessment. <laughs> you I don't pay have too to much pay in that. taxes anyway. Yeah. But but yeah. So I'm. But you can always you can we still love to have you as part of the organization and part of our events and there's ways to support us. That's absolutely. for sure. And we absolutely we appreciate it. And it's nice to hear that people love what we do. The yes. the street closures, the dine outs that we did during the pandemic, the live music on the street, all of that were things that we did without making a dollar you know we didn't have any fundraising no. in that at all we yeah. we wanted to do that because we wanted to give the opportunity for the businesses to be successful during a time that's difficult to be successful yeah exactly. so and that felt good and it's always fun to see people smiling i think it's my favorite part at an event to just see something that's successful and that people are having a good time they got butter down the front of the shirt from there exactly from their 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 uh sweet corn yeah and all that stuff. it's so fun at the end of the night like watching people just enjoying themselves and they're a little tipsy and feeling good may 6th 
is the beginning of the Hanford Thursday night marketplace. Thursday night marketplace yeah. from Main Street, Hanford. All of the people are coming down. Meet your friends. Bring them on down. Please we're going we're to work real hard on getting that beer and wine. Yes, please permit. come. Please support us and support the vendors. Yes. We, we need you, people. We need you. And people, when you come down for the first time, that won't be your last time, I promise you. Mm -hmm. It is good times for everybody. So much good food. Two days after your little event is when our event is coming up yes. and that is the volunteer appreciation dinner for the recall the recall is coming up the signatures are in it's going to happen so sometime in september there's going to be an election this election will say do you affirm or do you reject the recall and if they affirm the recall there'll be 150 names below wow the one that gets plus one is governor in 10 days Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, until for the rest of the term. Right. And uh, I, we've already interviewed five governor candidates in this studio just a few days ago. Uh, Daniel Mercury, he's one of the candidates from Los Angeles that's running. Nice guy, really nice guy. And uh, so we've been had a chance to talk to a lot of those guys. And Good. it's it's scary. But you know what? I love change, and I love stirring things up, and I think <laughs> it's going to be a great day. But we have to support the people that made it happen. Did you know that Kings County, those volunteers that went out and got those signatures, Kings County was the number one county in the state for signatures versus wow. registered voters. Wow. The highest percentage of signatures per registered voter. Wow. That's I believe a, it. I mean, I believe it. We have an active, we have active people in our county. We have a lot of small business owners. Yes. A lot of people in the agriculture industry. We're, this is in her, this is hurting our community what's been going on and it's we need our businesses everywhere. to be open they i i still can't believe that we had to see businesses with their doors closed for so many months this is the longest uh 14 days i've ever felt in my life how about you <laughs> <sighs> yeah the longest <laughs> i tell you i tell you uh Thank you for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. You guys, share this video everywhere you can. Yes. Please do. Please share this video everywhere you can because we have to get the word out that community means something in yes. every community and especially in ours right here in Hanford. We are so glad that you came by here today from Main Street Hanford. And we do hope that we get lots and lots of people to come out starting on May 6th, the Thursday Night Marketplace in downtown Hanford right there in Civic Park Square. Yep. It's going to be a great time. You guys have a wonderful day. Please subscribe right here on YouTube, on Rumble, on BitChute, and all of our podcast channels. We love you. Have a great day.